I wanted to move the drosh to this slot in part to give space for the sisterhood and their honors and also because I want to speak with you this morning about the tragic deaths this past week of Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain, who once again raised our collective awareness of the mental illness that sometimes results in suicide. An illness that is clouded in shame, silence, and fear. An illness that we far too often ignore or speak of only in hushed tones and muted responses, preferring to spend societal resources on treating broken bodies rather than on the prevalence of broken minds, of mental illness in our increasingly stressful and isolating modern world. Spade and Bourdain break through the silence because in the hierarchy of achievements that we seem to value more than others, they have reached that pinnacle. They were celebrities. We mistakenly reasoned that they were therefore immune to the daily stresses that us mere mortals who have to deal with work-life balance, paying the bills, being noticed in a world that is judged by Facebook and Twitter clicks and likes, shouting for our attention that we have to live with. They seem to have it all, and that they could not bear to live their lives any longer. Apart from yearning again for more help for those who struggle with depression and mental illness, what can we do with the information that those whose lives we admired could not bear to be alive? How can we process the fact that all that they had and all that they had done were no bulwark enough or not bulwark enough against the darkness? If the darkness of depression and despair can overcome walls that they built to insulate themselves from such pedestrian concerns, and they can't overcome those, what hope is there for the rest of us? It's not much of a solace, but perhaps one thing that these deaths could remind us of and teach us is the uselessness of envy. The ancients that assembled and then canonized the oral stories that make up our sacred Torah cautioned us in the most serious of ways to keep far from envy. So important was this instruction that it is attributed to Moses' ten statements, Aseret Hadibrot on Mount Sinai, the Ten Commandments. Lo tachmod beit reecha, lo tachmod eshet reecha, ba'abdu, ba'imoto, ba'shomro, ba'chamro, ba'kol asher l'reecha. You shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his male or his female slave, or his ox or his ass, or anything that is in your neighbor's possession. Belinda Luscombe, writing for Time Magazine this week on the deaths of Spade and Bourdain, added this. As with many of the behaviors once considered vices, greed, sloth, lust, envy reflects a miscalculation in the relative worth of things. When we look at lives like Spades and Bardanes, it can make our own feel wanting. We haven't started our own companies or turned our world and work experience into a book. They're happier, more fulfilled, because we are not as hardworking or as talented as they are. Their lives look better than ours, and therefore they must be better people than we are. Our apparently biblical desire to turn the lives and possessions of others into a judgment on our own 
stems from flawed calculation that the grass is always greener. It's not. It's just grass. That no one has burdens as heavy as ours, that no one has problems as big as ours, that our sorrows are, or sorrows that are as profound as ours. They do. We all do. Friends, as I reflect on my nearly 20 years of pastoral care as a rabbi, of being invited into the lives of my congregants in the most personal and at times the most painful moments, witnessing, as I've said, the joys and oys, I can tell you without any reservation or hesitation that many lives are not as they appear, that everybody has their tsuris. We are all dealing with burdens that are a weight on our soul, Soul-crushing is the phrase, I think, that paints the clearest picture. Happiness is not the lack of struggle. Happiness is finding a way to live with struggle. And if our envy is misplaced, maybe there's also a case to be made for having more compassion. If people's lives aren't as amazingly blissful as they appear, Perhaps that's not as evil, perhaps they are not as evil or as stupid as they appear as well, especially not on the internet. I read again in Luscombe's article about these two celebrities that in truth I knew very little about beyond their name recognition. I learned that Anthony Bourdain once flew Marian, Marilyn Haggerty, a working mom whose sweet review of her local Olive Garden restaurant had been mocked on the internet. He flew her then to New York City to dine at the most posh restaurant of the moment, per se, and then published a book filled with her writings. Kate Spade donated boxes of clothing and bags to a foundation to help young women get started out after university so that their lack of business attire did not obscure their talent. So often, maybe always, our outward impressions of people's lives are wildly off base. And just as often our inward impressions of our own are too harsh, too lacking in empathy for ourselves, in Rahmanis, in self-love, in patience, and gentleness. All that we crave from others, we must also give to ourselves. So please, please be gentle with each other. Please be gentle with yourself, with your soul, with your essence. We are fragile vessels. Their death reminds us of that. We are mere mortals. Elohai, my God, the soul that you have given me is pure. You created it, you formed it, you breathed it into me. You keep my body and my soul together. And as long as my soul is within me, I give thanks to you, Adonai, my God and God of all that came before me, master of all that I see, Lord of all souls. Praised are you, Adonai, restorer of souls. And when that is soul is not within me, when it appears far from me, Distant and insufferable, I will have compassion for myself. I will have compassion for others. I will be gentle and patient. When those things elude me, and even if they don't, 
I will not be too prideful to ask for help from you, from my family, from my friends. I am not alone. I am not unique in my struggles. I am only human. Can you hear us so may it be God's will. Amen. Our service continues, page 598. As our thoughts turn to friends and loved ones who are not here with us, we recall them for blessing at this time.